Welcome to the dark forest. Jackie and her pals will never bore us. Shameless confessions about our obsession will make us laugh and smile. So let's explore the dark forest and dork down for a while. Hi, it's Jackie Cation. Welcome to the dork forest. I am in my hotel room in Sunnyvale, California. You don't know where it is. Uh, it's in the Bay Area. So, uh, you know the websites, JackieCation.com, DorkForest.com, TheDorkForest.com. The, the credits, Patrick Brady is going to be wrestling with this audio. He's going to fix it. Vilmos fixes the website. And Mike Rickberg sang the song he just heard, and he'll sing again at the end. Sitting in my hotel room is Andrew Leslie, uh, founder and, uh, and... Not founder, just... Not the founder? You know, contributing member. Oh, contributing member yeah. of freaking awesome network.com yes i thought you were the founder no i no I'm you're living founder. a lie brother no, I, no you aren't you i didn't want to tell you, you no were. until i was here because then i could you know clear it all up <laughs> i clear it all up all right freaking awesome network guy and uh and freaking awesome network by the way has you guys review everything as we'll far review as, like, anything that people will want to write about so yeah. we don't have any uh Oh, okay. So as a contributor, so you're the, they're always looking for people to contribute on any sort of... Like, exactly. if you want to write about Pokeball, do it. Do it. All right. If okay. you listening at home want to write about it, just shoot me an email. We can probably put you on there as a contributing member. There you go. <laughs> Andrew Leslie. There yeah. will be a, a link, yeah. a contact link. And uh, you're like, I'm going to bring my girlfriend because she's a dork, too. And she's I was like, dork. is she a dork adjacent or has she uh, got her own dorkdoms? And she's like, oh, oh, I've got them. And it's Maria Renteria. That's how I like to say it. Yes. That is how you like to say it. Yeah, you're going to have to... It It does rhyme. You're going to have to own it. And uh, so welcome to the program. Thank you. I wish you guys could all see Jackie right now. She's laid out like <laughs> yeah, well, like a Playboy playmate. She's on the, on the bed because so, we're taking yeah, up the two chairs. Somewhere between Hugh Hefner and Jabba the Hutt, <laughs> things have gone awry here because I'm lying on the bed. First of all, the room is hot. Do you find the room to be slightly warm? Yeah, we're in a cabana right now. Exactly. I'm going to be divesting myself of clothes as the hour goes on and everyone will be, yeah, it's the very first dork forest where all of a sudden we end up... No, this room is ridiculous, isn't it? Don't you... What, what, what do you think of this item over here? There's like a spiky mirror. I love how they put the world's smallest mirror in the world's <laughs> largest frame, and it's like, don't touch it, don't do anything to it. Is it a clock? It looks like... It looks like... It's I called art. You know what? I should probably... Yeah, my phone doesn't have a camera. And then on the other side, there's a giant door-sized mirror <laughs> that has been framed and is leaned up against the wall like you're going to go through it to visit Narnia. Yeah. It's amazing. It's intimidating. It, it is intimidating. Once upon a time. It makes you really think twice mirror. about what happens in this room. <laughs> right. right. Cause, and then there's a mirror above like the mini bar that I never get the key to. And you're just like, are they watching me everywhere? What is happening? I don't know. They want you to see what you look like when yeah. you drink. That's the- right. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I'm like when I'm in my Tazo tea. Tazo? Tazo? How do you pronounce it? It's Tazo. It's Tazo, right? Yeah. That's how I go with it. Earl Grey. Well, that, Captain yeah. Picard's favorite. Uh... Oh, well done. Well done with the Star Trek reference. Now, did you call it Star Trek Next Generation? Did you Do you call it TNG? We always, I always called it Next Gen. Uh, okay, see, I called it Next Trek. Next Trek, yes. I called it Next Trek because it was the first Trek after the first Trek. And, I mean, you're, you guys are much younger than I am. So I was there when it initiated, when it all came to be, right? Yeah. And so we were just like, yeah, you guys going to watch Next Trek? Yeah, we are. It turns out we are. And we're going to discuss it. And it was before it was cool to be a nerd. Cool to be dorks. Yeah. So you had to hide it amongst yourselves. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
Let's go to Maria first because uh, I want her to get to talk, and uh, and I have the suspicion that Andrew and I will go off on uh, comic books, and uh, yeah. you will be. So, I'll just but laugh I'll, at whatever you guys say. It's fine. Oh, it's very supportive. Yeah. You could be in radio. It's uh, <laughs> so you guys live here in the Bay Area. Yes. yes. And uh, and you are are you you said you're into Harry Potter. That's right. Is it a new obsession? It's not since it came out. I think I've been into it, but I think as I've gotten older, yes. I've kind of like purchased more merchandise, got more tattoos. You know, like I've kind of like oh. really. You've embraced it more. Do you have a Harry yes. Potter tattoo? I do. Yes. What? Uh, what? Uh... It is Severus Snape coming out of a green smoke with his wand. Oh. I'm kind of in love with that guy. So. Yeah. Well. Or, not um, Alan Rickman. Not Alan Rickman. No. I'm I love sorry. him, but I'm not in love with him. And, but you're in love with Severus Snape. I'd rather be in love with uh, Alan Rickman, who had better hygiene. <laughs> I remember him in Die Hard. Uh, so he was a he was the best part of Die Hard, quite he honestly. Was. It's a uh, great tasting suits that man. Oh yeah, <laughs> Savile Row. Uh, so yeah, so, so you've read all the books. I've read all the books. Mm-hmm. I've seen mm-hmm. all the movies. Are you in Pottermore? Are you doing Pottermore? I'm not in that. I'd rather like I don't want to help create the website. I just want it to be done so I can play with it. <laughs> oh okay. You know? like, yeah, yeah. I don't need to set up everything. Is it still in beta? I think so. I think they're not letting people in until you got to be invited. I got some. Like you got yeah. some friends that are invited. I haven't. <laughs> I haven't committed to it. I love me some Harry Potter. Yeah, it's I like the Google can't. Plus of websites now. Is that what it yeah, is? Yeah, there's just it's one more thing to do. I can't possibly uh, have any more um, websites that I need to go fiddle and diddle on. So yeah. um, I can't remember any more login and passwords. I think I've like <laughs> run out of the combination of like passwords and usernames. You know, it's like ah, I just. I just use As my name. Password one, yeah. password two, and then you're done after nine. Right. I, I've, I've just, yeah, it's gotten to the point where you're like, I see why in, I mean, I don't get it. Like in the older movies, they're like, I could, uh, or, or, or in television where they can always hack into your, your password things. Yeah. But now I could see how it could be. But 10 years ago when yeah. I only had to have two, like there was my AOL account. Yeah. There was that one. I like flowers. <laughs> There's your hint, and uh, and then uh, and that and but now there's at least thirteen passwords. I just had to. I lost my registered Starbucks card. It's a fascinating story. I've been told more than once. And uh, no, but I was, so I had to go on. And they were like, "What's your username and password?" And I was like, "Is my username my email address?" Yeah. Nope. <laughs> and. Um, is it my other email address, which is my AOL address? I have an AOL uh, account from 1989 that my sister set up. If you ever get an AOL email from you, it says it's coming from Jesus. <laughs> I still have mine with my ridiculous... Like high school <laughs> screen name? Yes. Awesome. Is it... <laughs> if uh, it were today, is it like... Uh, it's awful. <laughs> I have a friend who was really into Caroline in the City. <laughs> <laughs> Caroline in the city. <laughs> Let's hear it, Maria. Let's uh, safe space. Safe space. It's a Carrie S one three. Sex in the city. <laughs> no, no. Karen. It was one of those things. It, it's called. It's Caring Soul, which is what the S. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those like they uh, they ask you about your personality. Uh, your personality. You're like, oh, what do you like? What are you? Are you a caring person? <laughs> oh. Like, then they create. The screen name based on your answers. It was awful. Like, oh, wow. You went through some sort of screen name generator <laughs> yeah. process? 
Wow, you are very lucky that it's not today, and you're like, well, I like the Hunger Games. <laughs> so I think uh, it's, it's going to be... It's Cannibal One. I get nothing to... And I get so much junk mail. I don't... I check it every now and then. I always have like a thousand emails. Right. Um, I, I check it because I have it set up on my iPad. Mm-hmm. The, what I'm mostly getting is my brother Scott has a has a has an AIM uh, email address that I was uh, like, hey, I'm getting Viagra spam from you. If you could somehow <laughs> cancel that account. And he's like, I don't even know the, uh, I can't even access the, the account anymore. And I was like, you could if you spent 12 <laughs> seconds, then your sister wouldn't have to get Viagra emails from you. How about that? No. Nope, not worth it? Fair enough. We'll move on. <laughs> and uh, so, how about you? You got an AOL account, Andrew? No, I got a, I have my original Hotmail account from when I was 16, though. There you go. And I have and, not changed it. And what's the... Uh, the it's Pedal Bite. Pedal Bite. <laughs> and I used to ride bikes as a kid, and when you ride your bike and you misstep on it, yep. the, the spoke spins back around and the pedal slams you in the shin. Oh, right. And it's a Pedal Bite. Oh, pedal bite. I still use it, and it looks great on resumes. It does look good. It's very professional. (laughs) I like what's happening. It's a... Yeah, my nephew, whose name is Salmon, he designed the... the, the Ranger T-shirt, oh, okay. the Ranger of the Dark Forest. He's an artist because he was named Salmon. Yeah, and so he had to do something. But his nickname in high school was Pez, which I think is some sort of Spanish word for fish or something. It's some sort of bastardization oh, yeah. on that. Pescado. Yeah, and so the, all of his friends called him Pez, and uh, so his email had the word Pez in it. That's all I remember. Another great tale. Yeah. <laughs> Take that one with you, Rangers. And uh, so. So what are you reading now? I mean, are you do you read fantasy now or do you read other children's books? What do you what do you, you know, do, I, Maria? I just keep rereading the same books. Oh, sweet. I I'm a huge to, rereader myself. I, I try to read I read like what was it? Like uh not crime novels, like thrillers and yeah. things like that, but yeah, yeah. Uh, so, there hasn't been a new fantasy book that I What into. uh what crime what what author are you reading right now? Do you, Her you name like, is uh Tana, Tana Fish? French. French? Yeah. French, yeah. Tana French. The Likeness and uh, what's the other one you were reading? Did you read them too? Or? No, no, I just see them on the bookshelf. And, and it's oh, a fair. set of three books right now. It's uh, The Likeness in the Woods and Faithful Place. Maria, tell them what you read. What? Tell them what you read. And Twilight. You've read Twilight. Oh, see you, see of course, of course. What? No, why wouldn't you? I'm not afraid. <laughs> That's it. Don't be, don't be shy. I hate the movies though. Okay. You didn't like the movies? No. They're right. awful. I have, awful. I have not seen the movies. I have not read the books. Yeah. I instead uh, chose, sadly, the Dragon Tattoo series. Um. I was given the choice of the two. Uh, guess what was an error? <laughs> yeah, because uh, the Dragon Tattoo series is enormously dark. And We've seen the movie. Like, if oh, you saw the Swedish movie? Yeah, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. Not a chance in hell. Not a here's, chance in here's hell. Here's how much those movies. Here's how much rape happened in yeah. that movie. <laughs> yeah. I was tired because I would get up really early for work, and she was watch- watching it late at night. Yeah, I fall asleep during one rape scene. Right. <laughs> when I wake up, like another, like she's being raped again. Right. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. how long is this one rape scene? And she rapes a guy. Like, there's just the whole book is rape, and I yeah. and I was like, you know how they they change things for the movie, right? How many rape scenes? Uh, did they yeah, leave I don't want to know. Book? Did you read the books? Not yet. No. Oh my god, no. you're not missing anything. I just want to find out about those missing rape scenes. <laughs> you are correct. <laughs> that, uh... <laughs> yeah, I'm doing a. Uh, there's a long. Are you guys coming to the show tonight? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's because uh, uh, I do a long, long bit about uh, about the books that I've read, <laughs> and, and some of it's on the Dragon Tattoo series. Yeah. So there'll be some rape talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just uh, so people know, I'm against. Gonna, gonna oh, take a stand. I'll take anti. a stand. 
Controversial, controversial. I know it. I know I'm always taking a stand against uh, other things like hitting. Anyway, uh, so the trilogy that you're reading, though, is it a like a A is for alibi? <laughs> is it a Kinsey Millon <laughs> mystery? I've read those. I'll read anything. Quite um, there are, it's all set in Scotland. Oh, sweet, sweet yeah. Scotland. And um, the, the whole Current, series... present tense? Yes. Yeah, so okay. like kind of, well, it goes in the past, but kind of like in now. Right, but it doesn't go back to like kilts in the lair, does it? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it, it's like uh, the three books are set up, there are three different characters from like one of the books. Okay. So you kind of follow the characters into their own stories, and they all have terrible stories. <laughs> like, <laughs> really? Each of them have like... Are they the heroes of the story? Yeah. Oh, good. So, like, uh, one of the books is about, um, it's a girl, she's a detective, and and it kind of goes, um, you find out that uh, a woman is killed, or a woman is killed somewhere in the country, and her old partner comes and finds her and takes her out to where this woman is, and it turns out this woman looks exactly like her. It's like her double. So... But oh, weird. No, yeah, so nobody knows that she's, this woman is dead, and she used to live with a bunch, she had roommates, mm-hmm. something like that, so they decided to put the cop undercover as the woman uh-huh. to mm-hmm. find out mm-hmm. what was going on in this house. Right. So, that was my favorite, it's called that's, and then that's And that was the best of them so far? Yes. Very nice. Them, yeah. And do you like, are, are they detective novels that you like? Yeah. Have you have you read a lot of the older ones, too? Like, did you read Dashiell Hammett and Raymond Chandler and all that no. stuff? Not so much? No. Just, like, how about Dean Koontz? That's, I think, from the No, 80s. my parents are really into Dean Koontz. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I, I try to tell about, oh, yeah, you should read this book. It's really good. They're like, oh, I just picked up this new Dean, Dean Koontz book. Like, that guy is prolific. He's got, like, his own section at Barnes & Noble. There's Grisham, and there's him, and there's um, Stephen King, yeah. and there's... Right. I haven't read any. I mean, I read one Dean Koontz because my mother-in-law, my mm. mom, the mo- the moms, uh, my mom's in law. <laughs> yeah. uh, so my husband was raised by ladies, and uh, uh. so they uh, um, they've read all the Dean Koontz, mm-hmm. and they've handed me a couple of them. And I think I read one that was was about the moon that had the word moon in the title, uh. not the moon is a harsh mistress, which is a is, which is a Heinlein book and the best name of any book ever. The moon <laughs> is a harsh mistress. So, so do you read science fiction too, or? Um, I read some things. Anything Andrew gives me. Oh, okay. Oh, there you go. Out. Like, um, I think there's a few steampunk novels good, and things nice, like that. Nice work. Yeah. Nice work with the... Because it is supportive, and it is nice to have something else to talk about. Because I'll read... I mean, if Andy hand, hands me something, there's some Ian Banks that I haven't been able to get through, just because Ian Banks is kind of dense. Mm-hmm. He's real sciencey science fiction. Yeah. And so it gets kind of sciencey. He's very hard, hard, hardcore science fiction. Pretty hardcore. Hard sci-fi. Hard, and, and I liked it. Like, I loved Player of Games, but it did take me a second to read it. Yeah. And, uh, and I tend to want to skim the entire book and then go back and reread it nine times. <laughs> so that I'm, it's like, it's like I've read it. It's like I've read nine different books there at the end yeah. of it. I'm like, oh my God, that other thing happened to him. And then you're like so much smarter now because you've learned all this almost quasi physics, you know, like, exactly. oh, I kind of got it. Yeah. Right. It's a little too Star Trek. Yeah. That was, I'm, I'm, though, you know, Star Trek created things. Star Trek, oh. like, uh, you know, uh, in the original Star Trek, when they'd walk up to the door and it would part. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And the, the engineers were like, <clears throat> Yeah, we could do that. <laughs> well, why don't we put them in grocery stores? Yeah. And, uh, so, and, and look what was born. It's nice. So what do you read? I read mainly um, comics. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. I, so, so then, Maria, you read comics, though. I read comics, yeah. yeah. 
I turned her on to uh, Chew. You ever heard of this one? Oh, I read Chew. Eisner Award-winning Chew and... Uh, oh, yeah. It's uh, it's about chicken. Why wouldn't I read Chew? <laughs> it's uh, about illegal chicken. It's about the FDA. Yeah. It's about... Um, yeah, Chew is amazing. Chew is great. Yeah. Um, Morning Glories. Do you read that one? I don't read Morning Glories. Who wrote, who writes that? Um, I forget his name. I, I can put it in I the notes. Wrote, really sorry. Is it? What's yeah. the What's the theory on that? Uh, Mr. Nick Spencer writes it. All right. And uh, it's about a high school where these kids are picked based on their birth date mm-hmm. to see if they're special. Okay. And it's like four volumes in right now, and we still don't know what's special about them. But it's just a real mind trip because when you read it, it's one of those books that, you know, I never know what's going on, and oh, it, you know what? I I disapprove of those. Uh, you disapprove of because yeah. you want to. You want some resolution at the end. Well, I'm a huge fan of redemption, <laughs> and uh, I really I, I need my Nazis to be buffoonish. I can't. Uh, I, there's no way I will. I'll. <clears throat> Indiana Jones is as, is as serious a Nazi thing I can watch. <laughs> so uh, I'll do your Hogan's Heroes. I'll do that kind of thing. Um, even Schindler's List. Uh, though I saw it. It was lovely. Yeah. Anyway, I would never own it. I don't understand people who own Schindler's <clears throat> List. What, what, what Sunday afternoon says, hey, let's put in Schindler's <laughs> List? You can't put on Schindler's List and then do the laundry. No. Because it's no. just very disrespectful. Like, I could fold my tea towels. Right. Shawshank Redemption can play in the background. Yeah. Because it is anyway. And, uh, you know. You're watching TNT, it is. Uh, obviously that. <laughs> You know, it used to be on huge rotation was Beastmaster, but uh, so this is four volumes in, and you don't really know. But I do like a high school. Um, I, I do like a teen adventure thing. Yeah. So or like like I like um, teen superheroes and, and yeah. like Young Avengers and, and okay Runaways. Did you ever read Runaways? I didn't read Runaways. Oh, Joss Whedon took it over yeah. for a little while, and that was great. Uh, and the logline for Runaways is the best logline ever. Everybody thinks that their parents are supervillains. <laughs> These kids, they are. <laughs> and it's about like six or seven kids who find out that their parents are supervillains and go, well, we got to take them down. <laughs> and it's awesome. You know, it's funny. I'm, we're reading, I'm reading a book right now that's kind of the opposite of that called Gladstone School for World Conquerors. Yeah. From Image Comics. And it's about these kids. They're more like middle school, late uh, elementary school. Okay. And they are in school to be villains. Oh. But in this world, the villains and the heroes have a pact mm-hmm. where they... Mm-hmm fight like on pay-per-view and it's all set up it's all staged but the kids don't know that oh okay and so the kids they decide like oh we're gonna get our uh we're gonna take these heroes down mm-hmm. for our event for our parents for vengeance you know uh, right right and then you know they just get they gets all wrapped up into what's you know what's fake what's real and it's kind of like pro wrestling and and superhero comics put together because it's like going to Dermstrang, man huh huh yeah, yeah. Uh- <laughs> Right there, little HP coming back at you, little circle. It's uh, yeah, uh, and and a little Ender's game where you don't know you're being filmed. Yeah, where you don't know it's all a real. The game is real, man. Game is real. Did you read Ender's Game? No, no. You might enjoy Ender's no. Game. Have you ever read Ender's Game? No, but I, all my friends keep telling me I'm stupid for not reading it. No, no, but I'll tell you something. It is an easy read. So yeah. you could shut them up at about a weekend uh, just by going, oh, yeah, that was awesome. Because yeah. it's just about a six-year-old who is forced, forced, I tell you, like La Femme Nikita, forced to play laser tag in video games to save the world. So There was a movie. What was that movie? Uh, Last Starfighter? Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. Ender's Game is better than The Last oh, okay. Starfighter. Though I'll tell you something. The Last Starfighter, since I happened to see it when I was a child. 
I'm on board. Yeah. I will always love The Last Starfighter. I just bought it on Blu-ray, four ninety nine. Wow. Which nine. means for Blu-ray? For Blu-ray wow. over at the Target. Nice. It was on sale. That didn't take long. Uh well, nineteen eighty four. I think it's from uh, I just mean for like the drastic price drop in Blu-ray from oh, right, going right. like thirty dollars for everything and five dollars right. now. And now five bucks. And, and like, they include like the regular DVD. <laughs> you, sometimes, in this version. case, yeah, there were, and there's okay. no extras either. Like, okay. they didn't find Robert Preston and make him talk about <laughs> The Last Starfighter, which I wish Blue they would have. What oh. a jerk the kid was to work with. Oh, he was such a bad. He was such a crazy. He was, uh, it was Lance Guest, might have been the kid yeah. in The Last Starfighter, who was sort of like the poor man's Matthew Broderick. Uh, and, uh, at the time, because I think it was, his, it was, one, it was right around the same time War Games came out. Okay. So, there you go. It's uh, So, th- this is good, this Morning Glories. Morning Glories is great. Uh, are, are you reading a lot of Image stuff? or? Yeah, I'm really big into Image right now. They okay. do... Um, Image... Have, are you familiar with Image and how they... I had Branwyn Bigglestone on the show, and she oh, took okay. you on a tour of Image. Uh, which oh, is, wow. Yeah, above a Mexican restaurant. Yes, I was just there last <laughs> week uh, with a comic book store owner who was dropping some stuff off, and he's like, it's really it's really romantic, isn't it? It's it's everything you thought it would be a comic book store. Right, there are nine book. people yeah. in an office. They're all in cubicles, <laughs> and they're droning away like everyone else. It's a dork expedition. Oh, yeah. Because I go to Image Comics and then I go with Branwyn, whose uh, parents own her mom and hit her mom's husband own the Games of Berkeley. Okay. Oh, that's a really fun store. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, and they're within blocks of each other. So I just did a dork expedition where her mom showed me around the, co- the game store going, so those are Rubik's Cubes. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm going to need it. And she had fascinating stories that, of course, came to minute 53, which yeah. is par for the course. You know, because they have Warhammer stuff and they have yeah. all the different figurines and the painting and the, and there's, you know, there's a lot of opportunities to tell me stories about how she knew, you know, she knew like, she probably, you know what? What would have been a great question for me to ask her is if she knew the guy who wrote the Dungeons and Dragons book, because I bet she did. Oh yeah. Gary Gygax, or his, I believe is his name, whatever, but <laughs> it's a, so you're reading a lot of, uh, a lot of image. Yeah. yeah. What, uh, uh, Invincible, of course, is amazing. Invincible is crazy good. Cause it's Kirkman. But, um, let's see. I'm, re- I'm reading a lot by, well, here's a copy of the Gladstones. Oh, right. And, uh, it's kind of Harry Potter-ish, I think, a little bit. I don't read a lot of Harry Potter, but Maria says it's, Oh, because it's They're that school, school for yeah. world conquerors. Yes. Oh, right, right. And uh, it's it's. But there's a, there's unwritten, which is I think IDW or Dark Horse. Are you reading unwritten mm. at all? It's by Mike Carey. Okay. Mike Mike Carey's amazing. He wrote um, Lucifer. Right. And and it does a lot of superhero st- stuff too. But unwritten is essentially if J.K. Rowling had a son. She named him Harry Potter. She disappeared mysteriously, and he grew up to be a slacker asshole who went to Comic-Con and signed his name on her books and got drunk and did pot. And then all of a sudden, one day, Voldemort fucking shows up and is like, guess what? It's all real, Jackass. And now now we're in, like, book four of it, and it just gets better and better and better. Unwritten is one of the best. It's the best title, one of the best titles out here. But this Gladstone looks super fun. It's uh, it's And it's only on issue two? Oh, no, this is... I just got this one off the shelf, so so you can, you know... Oh, how many issues are... I mean... It's up to, like, six or seven right now, so you can still jump on. Okay, so it's still early. The first trade just came out, so you can get on board with it. Okay. really good. Um, The one I was reading was uh, Last of the Greats. Last of the Greats. And this one is such a great concept by uh, Josh Hale Fialkov, uh, an art by Brent Peoples. Okay. Um, the story of this one is basically there were six superheroes that that came to save Earth. Right. But 
very like a Twilight Zoney. We don't trust them so much. Oh, right, right. And so as time goes on, they each of them die. Okay. Under mysterious circumstances, leaving only one. Okay. And the last of the greats, you know, he, he says, uh, you know, I don't know what I can do. You guys killed my brothers, my yeah. sisters. I don't want anything to do with you guys. And there are these uh, alien ships outside ready to destroy Earth. Right. This all happens in issue one. Okay. So I'm not going to spoil anything for the people who are reading, you know, so on and so forth. But right. he tells them, uh, all right, if you guys basically pledge your allegiance to me, I'll go out and stop those ships right now. Mm-hmm. You know, no questions asked. They're like, okay, okay, we'll do it. We'll do it. He goes up to the ships and he's like, he's in charge of the ships. <laughs> and he's like, uh-huh. kill a third of them right now. Okay. And then, and then as it goes on in the, it's only on issue three right now. Yeah. And the guy's totally like doing a mind job on everybody and he's ruling the Did he the kill earth. his five? Well, we, you know, in an issue three, it's coming out. He's going to be on Oprah. Oh, on the TV show Oprah? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it yeah. reminded me of that Twilight Zone episode, um, To Serve Man. Oh, right, right. Because it was like, we're here to help you. And, you know, we don't trust them. Do we trust them? Do we not trust them? So it's really great in that respect. Just yeah. lighthearted fun. It's light. It's light. No, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, that is. It's a little Watchmen-y. Yes. It's a little uh, last of the. That is a bit of a. Did you ever read any of the Luna Brother titles? I read, um, the I started sword? to read, uh, Luna, uh, not Luna, Girls. I started to read oh, Girls. Girls. Girls is awesome. Couldn't get into it? No, I loved it. It was okay. just, I hadn't finished it up. I've oh, started reading enough. other stuff, but like, yes, the idea of like super hot girls that uh, don't oh. say much and just want to hook up with you is like, well, I don't, you know. But it's not, it's not just, it's just one girl yeah, yeah. who keeps like cloning herself. <laughs> and then there's eggs of this one girl. But the Luna Brothers, the first one they wrote was, uh, was a, was a short arc called Ultra. And it was about supermodels oh, right, who right. were superheroes. Yeah. Huh? Who like, like dealing with fame and stuff like it's, that. It's like an 11-year-old boy dream is what that is. And it wasn't the best one because yeah. the next one was Girls, and Girls is just weird and yeah. awesome. It's about a small town where this one girl comes to town, and she's nude, and this guy's half yeah. in the bag, and he's like, so why don't you have any... Here's some clothes, and then she seduces him, but does she... Sed- you know, yeah. and, the, and the whole town goes... Bet shit. I mean, they, I mean, over the arc of this thing, it is amazing. And what I like about Luna Brothers, resolution. It's got yeah. an arc. It's finite. It's done. It isn't Brian Bendis where we're going on 1317 years later. And then it's the Luna awesome. Brothers are like the kings of, you know, social subtext. Like they're just, oh, you think you're reading a nice little story about an alien girl coming down to mate with guys, but there's so much more going on with like relationships, men, women, stuff like that. You know, they, they do good characters. They yeah. do a nice work with <laughs> people. And, uh, and I love, you know, cause that's the great thing about comic books is the dialogue. And oh, yeah. the, I mean, the stories are always fascinating, but the dialogue is amazing. So yeah. it's, yeah. I, I think about comics is like, you don't have to like any one particular thing in comics. If you like any kind of one genre, one anything, right. you'll, there's a comic book out there for you right. that you'll fall in love with, and then you'll kind of gateway into other comics. Which is weird, because I never liked, um, I, I, I never thought I would like, like, graphics. You know, oh, like yeah. picture books or graphic novels or comic books or stories with pictures, essentially, <laughs> is what they are, where people are like, well, I don't like art, which is a lot like saying, I don't like music. And you know what I hate? Dance. And... <laughs> But there's, I mean, it doesn't make any, it, uh, but it is hard because you can, like, if, like, have you ever read any, Marie, have you ever read any of those Brubaker crime comic no. books? He, he writes, like, Criminal, and there's another one called Incognito, which is about, that's the only one that has any superheroes in it at all because the Incognito is about supervillains that are in the witness protection program. <laughs> and, um,. <laughs> All right, and then uh, they need help too. They do need help. They they, they need redemption. Yeah. And uh, and what happens is is but criminal is just all they are. They're just old noir 
crime stories. Mm. They're awesome old yeah. crime stories, and uh, Ed Brubaker's amazing. I mean, everything he does is great. So his run on everything is great. <laughs> Did you say there's a comic book out there for anyone with any? Yes. Okay. I like. Um... Oh yes. <laughs> Sumo. Wrestlers. I like um, comics about. People having sex with plants. Is there something out there like that? <laughs> there is a comic out there. It's only a one shot though, okay. called "Our Love Is Real." Have you seen this? Did you know about this? It's a no. Real thing. I should have. I should have brought it in. Wait a minute. Nice lobbing <laughs> to your loved one. She's the queen of slow pitch softball. Well done and knocked out of the park. What the hell is it called? It's called "Our Love Is Real." Our love is real. If and, somebody uh, loves a plant. Well, it's it's so it's it's set in the future, of course. Oh, that's as, that's where all weird things as most happen. because there's no way it could happen now. Um, it's all about the uh, this uh, riot officer, okay, who is busting up rioters, sure, and they want equal rights for veggie sexuals, which are people veggie who they give uh, hormonal like uh, injections into plants and make them live and wiggly so they can do things with them. <laughs> And, and and the thing is, what's even funnier about it is, is he is a um, he is a zoosexual, and he has a lover who is a um, like a Pekingese or some kind of dog, very small dog. Yep, you can do anything in comic books. And even more than that, there's Come another on. character who he falls in love with that's that's human, right? But she only loves gemstones. She loves gemstones. She only makes love to gemstones, and they they. And then it all deteriorates into some sort of creepy anal yeah. bead joke. The best, anyway, the best um, panel though is he's talking about how like he's so torn up by being in love with this human, right? And even he goes, and my girlfriend China, she couldn't comfort me. And the panel is the dog in bed standing over her, over him, and the dog's wearing like a tutu and angel wings. Wow, is the dog sentient? Like, is it like a top ten? They don't, they like don't go Alan into Moore? that if it's okay because in top ten. It's an Alan Moore series uh, that was a gateway drug that Andy handed me early in my comic <laughs> book days. And it's sort of like a Hill Street Blues kind of thing where it's a precinct of cops on a world where everybody has superpowers. Like the cops, everybody has some weird superpower. And some of them are lame and some of them aren't. <laughs> like, you know, I mean, there's a guy who can start fires and that guy uh, is very powerful. But there's someone else who can animate tiny toys, and her name oh, is Toy Box, okay. and she sends toys out to do recon or whatever. I mean, like, like the different qualities are just not that. I mean, the, sometimes they are. So the, the cops all have powers, and they're trying to police all these people who have all these powers, oh, right? Have you read The Boys? Oh, I saw that. It's uh, kind of similar. It's like a shadowy. It's set in present time. Okay. Shadowy um, government organization that's tasked with policing. The superheroes and the superheroes are actually created by you know a corporation, ah. and it's very corporate. Like, oh, mm-hmm. you know, you need to do press releases, you need to do press junkets, all this kind of stuff. And it's by Garth Ennis who did a bunch of crazy right. stuff like oh, Cross awesome. and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. The weird thing about this top ten was that it's all different. The sergeant who sends everybody out on their assignments yeah. is a Doberman Pinscher, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, an anthropomorphic Doberman Pinscher who can talk and stuff. At least it's not a poodle. I would feel better about taking orders from a Doberman Pinscher right. than I would a poodle. Well, there is a there's, and I think there's a golden retriever in the Annihilators who uh, who's Russian. He's a Russian uh, golden retriever for some reason. Uh-huh. He has like a his name is Cosmo, Cosmo, you know, cosmonaut. Yeah, yeah. and he's constantly sending out like the gladiator. And uh, <laughs> and Quasar. Do they ever like throw a bone and try and distract him? <laughs> you can distract him. He had the cone of shame on uh, for, for one for one issue. Cone of shame. Very sad for a dog. 
And uh, <laughs> so, what, what's the next one you got? Here? Um, you know, actually, I got three in a row, or two. Morning Glories is part of the Shadowline imprint of images of Image Comics. So, like Shadowline, when Image started, there was like three main guys: Jim Valentino, Eric Larson, and uh, Todd McFarlane, who did Spawn. Okay. And uh, Jim, and they founded Image. Pretty much, they got tired of working for Marvel and DC. They're okay. great companies, but you know right, they right. wanted their own creator-owned, of course, titles. So Jim Valentino created Shadowhawk, and for a long time, that was kind of his only thing with Shadowhawk on the uh, Shadowline line. And he recently came out with uh, Morning Glories is on there, right? Which is great. Uh, a comic called Bomb Queen, which is very like sexual. It's very fun that way. Okay. And then there's two that I love the most right now is Green Wake. Right. Um, it's written by Curtis Weeb. I probably didn't pronounce his name right. And art How do you by spell Weeb? W-I-E-B-E. Okay. Weeb? Yeah. Weeb. I'd go Weeb. And art by uh, Riley Rosmo, who's like, he's just a terrific artist. Like, I just can't get over the way he makes his stuff. It's just so like... It's dark. It's dark. It's very um, dreamlike. Like, you feel like you're reading okay. something in a dream the whole time. It's very wet. And you just like, you get a weird textural vibe from it. But uh, Green Wake's basically this like uh, Twin Peaks-ish kind of comic about these guys are depressed and they fall into this town of Greenwake. Right. Where they basically solve crimes in the town of Greenwake. Okay. It's just very... I wish I could do it better is it, justice. Is it like a... Uh, it's Detective so, Noir-ish. That sounds fantastic. Yeah, and just the art, I mean... And it's beautiful. Oh, it's yeah. so gorgeous. He does great work. He did the comic called Proof. I don't right, know I've that seen one. That. Yeah, I've same artist. Okay. Great comic, great art, and same guy does Did this. you read Day Trippers? Um, yes. Like Gabriel Bach? Yes, yes. Oh my gosh. Like, that was amazing. That was what, that was a very powerful. Like it, just traveling through his different life, like yeah, different it, it, realities. It's a reincarnation kind of situation where uh, they're the, it's about the same character, same three friends, and in every episode, the guy dies. Yeah. And it's not a spoiler because he dies in yeah. every, I mean, it's it not happens like, like 20 times. Right. I'm not ruining it. It's 26 episodes. And, uh, but it is beautiful because you watch this guy. Live his life and make different choices yeah. or the same choices or the different choices and a twist on the same choices and over and over and over. It, it's sort of like a loop dream where you're having the same dream yeah. over and over again where you're like, if I could change one thing, I could get out of this damn dream. Yeah, it's like he dates a different girl and this yeah. is what happens then. Yeah. yeah. It's very good. It's very... He follows his dr this dream and that one and he follows this other job and this one and he's always a writer, I think, yeah. right? And, yeah, yeah. And his dad's yeah. a writer too and he has to deal with that and yeah. that kind of stuff. It's a... It's a that, Day Tripper's amazing. Somebody did uh, email me just now about how I never mentioned Fables. Do you read Bill Willingham? I read a couple issues of Fables. It's I just never really got into it yeah. as much. It's a great comic. I just never yeah, made room for it on the pull list. And it's huge. I mean, to get yeah. into it, it would be a huge... I'd, I'd, I'd recommend if, if you can find a library. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think it's on, like, book 30. Yeah. It's up there. And it's just, it's about fables. And, and it's about all the fables of the world. And they end up in the, the Mundy world. Yeah. The mundane. The muggles. <laughs> and then instead of muggles, it's Mundy. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. So, are, are you watching any of the... The TV shows that, uh, oh, the, the new ones? All 30 of the new, like, yeah. fairy tale oh, like the inspired TV. Once Upon a Time, hold on. Once Upon a Time, yeah. right? Grim. Grim. Yep. No, I'm not, um, I've tried I've, Once I'm Upon a Time. I'm watching so many TV shows right now, it's hard to. Are you watching a lot of, like, the uh, new ones, or are, do you have commitment from before? I think I have, like, commitment from before, mm -hmm. and then I'm not, I don't know, like, is Grim on the CW? Because I refuse to watch anything on the CW. <laughs> you know, like, I won't watch, Grim's like, supposed to be actually not very okay. good. So I don't think you're missing much. Because when I see, the, like, the promos for it, it doesn't seem that interesting. Like, I saw... We were at the airport, and I saw some of, like, Once Upon a Time, and it's so... 
you know, on TV, it's so easy to make something cheesy. You know? Right. Like, it's so easy to turn fairy tales into something. I'll tell you this much cheesy, about Once so. Upon a Time. It's better than Legend of the Seeker. How about that? <laughs> Let's go there. Let's so you're setting start the bar with, pretty low for that we'll one. We'll set the bar low. We'll go up. Yeah. It is better than, uh, than that. It. I don't know. It's not... It's not bad. I like no, it. No. I have. I have to admit. I uh, it's what I should check it out. You I should haven't watched it. I've just seen it. It just looks like sometimes know, costumes and the stuff and the. I've I've done some fast forward. I'm not going <laughs> to lie to you. I've done some. I've done some. All right, but then I'll I'll watch anything on fast forward. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm supposed to watch this. So, but I like the main character. The main character kind of reminds me of a really old uh reminds me of the bionic woman for some reason <laughs> talk about an old reference yeah. but she really and i and i barely remember the bionic woman so it must super resonate with yeah. me because she's sort of blonde and sarcastic she's the one who's supposed to save this fable town mm. and she doesn't know that she's you know the one. The one. She kind of knows, but she doesn't believe it. And there's a little boy, and he's he's actually doing a pretty good job because I have a hard time with kids, and uh, uh, kids and TV can be irritating. And he's doing a pretty good job. Kids in the real world can be irritating, let <laughs> oh, alone sure. TV. <laughs> sure, Are you kidding with their tiny minds and then boring. <laughs> no, they're very, I like kids. <laughs> Jackass alert. <laughs> Fourteen nieces and nephews. They're all very nice, fascinating, fascinating I really people. Have two and. Well, but, if my sister's listening, I'll say fascinating, yeah. but... They don't verbalize yet, so they're still no. on. They're oh, my on. God. And I have a hard time with babies. Babies, mm. first of all, they don't get any of my jokes. <laughs> it's like, it's... It, it, and this is my fault. It's I have the same problem with the deaf, because I don't speak sign language. <laughs> I'm willing to take a stand there. Jackie Cation equates baby people and <laughs> the deaf people. Because the deaf are very smart, and I'm just have full. I'm full of rage at myself that I don't speak sign language, oh. so that I can't tell them my jokes. And uh, so you, then, because if you do stand up, and, the, and then sometimes there's a deaf signer. Oh, there is. I I dare anyone who is talking and someone is signing what they're saying to yeah. not say something dirty just to see what it <laughs> Have you had like. that happen? Oh, yeah. Right? yeah. What? To see what kind of... Yeah, like what it looks like. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what fart is? No. no. It's a... It's, you hold one hand as a fist and then you make a little... Uh, like a... Like <laughs> a, little a little poof. Yeah, a little, little poof, poof underneath <laughs> it. A little exploding thing. How hard was it not to mess with that guy? Like, did you know... Did you just want to like start oh, talking did- to him directly? Like, hey, by the way, you know... Oh, what you end up doing is you end up saying... Uh, yeah, I mean, you end up doing all of that where you're just like, I am such a jackass <laughs> because this person is actually trying to... And the deaf people in the audience are on satellite delay, right? Because you tell the joke, the hearing uh-huh. people in the audience laugh, and then he signs it or she signs it, and then they laugh. And you're like, okay, well, that's going to mess with my time for the off. rest of my life. So, whatever. It's like you're on to the next one, and they're laughing at the last one. Yeah. Like, right. Okay, i got to... Pause. Right, you're funny th- twice, so think about that. Uh, y- you were your glass half full. Glass <laughs> half full. Well done, Andrew. So let's talk freaking awesome network. Okay. So you just you're one of the contributors. Yeah. Well, you're all over it though. I, I mean, run. You contribute a lot. When I take the ball, I run with it. Well, <laughs> the site. Okay, the site was originally a form for something else called Wrestle Crap. It was all about wrestling and everything wrong with wrestling and all the funny stuff that happened with it. Okay. Great site, but you know, the, the forum was huge. It right. was like two, three hundred people, which is big for any single internet forum. Okay. And at a certain point, I don't know what happened because I'm not at that level, but they split and they said, we're going to part ways. Okay. You know, wish you all in your future endeavors. Thanks. Right. And the guys who moderate the forum, the, the at the time, Russell Crap forum, 
they said, we want to make our own site. We don't want it just to be a form out there in space with nothing attached to it. Right. So they created the Freakin' Awesome Network to review stuff. Okay. And then I, I was on the forum just, you know, killing time. Not while I'm, I work, while I'm working very hard at work. But there are a few times where I have a few minutes that I get to go on and talk to people online. But, um, I, uh, I, they put a call and said, anybody want to write stuff? And I said, oh yeah, you know, I read comics. I'll write about comics. And they brought me on. And then I was just like, I'll, I ran with it. I was, you know, I want to do as much as I can with it. So yeah. So you, yeah, and your reviews are well written. They're informative. I think that I, I really like them. Quite I, honestly, I, I don't like um like people who do stuff. Oh, I, I give it four stars out of five. Oh, I give it three Klingons out of five. Like, <laughs> what does that mean? Is there? There's no right. empirical chart that says what is what. So I just go, you know, this is why I like it. Right. And uh, that's all I'll say. You about know what it. I enjoy? Prose. Yeah, go for it. Use a sentence with a determiner and a verb. And a... So, do you submit it all, Maria? Have I you don't. ever? Okay. No. I, I feel weird, like, because uh, I go, I don't write comics. So, <laughs> who am I to go, like, well, this one was just okay. Yeah. And, oh, uh, I know. His art was uh, I know. kind of I, subpar. I do, some, I do some movie reviews, and you always feel like, well, everybody works so hard on it. Yeah. I've done some acting, not yep. big acting. Small with Andrew here. Yeah. Right. You think, like, I used to say, like, ah, Jessica Alba. She sucks. Terrible. Terrible. Terrible, terrible act. <laughs> and then you try it and you go, she could She's out-act She's a genius. Me yes. Day because right. it's much harder. But for reviewing, like, I would like, like, I like the way Andrew reviews. Like, he doesn't tell you what he doesn't like about it. He informs you what it's just about. Right. As opposed to, like, right. it, it, well, this poor's stupid. It's better. <laughs> so what about all the tattoos that you guys are wearing here? Uh, oh, these are I'm temporary. Happy. Watch. Oh, there you go. Oh, oh no, wait. Right uh, do you have a wrestling tattoo? I do have a full... A, this is a full... Tattoos. Oh, is that uh, your arm of wrestling? <laughs> yeah. So, you know, steel ladder, steel chair. And I got some homage pieces. Like, this is... It was Mr. Perfect. Mr. Perfect was, was a, a wrestler who would... He would, like, chew gum and spit it out and hit it every time. Oh. Was perfect. All right. You know, British Bulldog. It just got a microphone, the whole... You went with it. I, you know, the art on it is great. Yeah. Is there is there a tattoo artist that you particularly enjoy? Oh uh, yeah, you... there was a, a a lady named Natasha Pritchett. She actually tattoos out of San Mateo now, and okay. um, she does a lot of my work. She does almost my work on my arm, a lot of work on my leg, and stuff like that. And she's done a lot of cool stuff. Um, it seems it, they're beautiful. She does a lot of good work, and then I have you probably like this one. Oh, oh my gosh! That's uh, <laughs> Venture Brothers. That's yeah. that's one of the the minions. Number twenty four. May is he rest in peace. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you, Andy was uh, number twenty four for um for Halloween. Uh, no, he he did a. It was a LARP. Actually, it was a, oh, okay. it was a Venture Brothers LARP. So he, it was twenty four and twenty nine. Is uh, that the other twenty one? Twenty one. Yeah. Sorry about that. So uh, his buddy Scott was twenty one, and then they called in to the show when the show used to be not pre recorded and you could just call in. Yeah, and. <laughs> Scott Rogers, all he couldn't talk as himself. He could only talk as twenty one, and he just went on and on and on. I was like, "Oh my God, you're amazing! Go, go, make it happen, brother!" I, we go to a lot of conventions, like comic book conventions, or just whatever you know, fun stuff, tattoo conventions. Right. Almost always, there's someone who will like, "Hey, man, is that number twenty one?" And like, they'll try and do an, that Ray Romano s sounding yeah, voice yeah. to me. <laughs> and so there are tattoo conventions. Of course, there are. Why wouldn't there it's be tattoo? Oh man, yeah, yeah. Yep. Do you also go to the this, uh, this woman, the Natasha woman? Natasha, yeah, she did my Sweeney Todd paper doll tattoo here. Oh, very nice. Holy yeah. smokes. Is that, now is that arm very Sweeney Todd-esque, or is it... Well, oh, it is. It's Sweeney Todd, yeah. Well, she's uh, Mrs. Lovett, you know? Okay. Her, uh... And then different paper dresses to put on Mrs. Lovett if someone wanted to cut them out of your skin and then <laughs> superimpose them over... If only. The art... <laughs> 
Yes. The art is amazing. <laughs> it's, she's, Holy smokes. She's really amazing. You know, not a lot of tattooers like to do small pieces because right. it can, yeah. you know, go away easier. You know, you kind of lose detail okay. on it. Yeah. Oh, is that it? Uh, yeah, if you go smaller, you lose detail over time, but she just does... She's, She's like, well, enjoy it for the time that it's yeah. on your arm. She knocked yourself out. All skin goes bad eventually. Might as well have it good while it's good. This is my and what's my the blue? Tim Burton. Is that Tim Burton Creature. side? Okay, what's what are they from? This he did a um, Tim Burton did a um, did an art show at the MoMA in New okay. York, and this was a balloon. It was like a big blown up inflatable piece. Inflatable piece, and I saw it, and I just thought that was really cool. And you took a picture really of it. And... I saw it online. I didn't okay. Go to New York okay. Or <laughs> okay. <laughs> I saw it online. Just my, you know, browsing. fair enough. Browsing. Really cool. He has a lot of eyes. And... You guys like art. And then and then that's a squiddy thing down. This is down a little low. squid. Yeah, I get most of my inspiration for my tattoos from the DeviantArt. Is that what DeviantArt.com? Yeah. yeah. Is it uh, is it just a site like Flickr kind of thing where people can submit? Yep, mm-hmm. it's a different site where people have their own profiles of yeah. different art they have on. I'm not an artist. So <laughs> I, have, I have no drawings or anything up there, but um, everything is it's is really amazing. Like you see so many different like people up people there. are amazing. Yeah. It's just like and, and 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 with the internet anyone can submit. Yeah. And so you can see all different kinds of of amazing art. That's um when did you start getting tattoos? After I met Andrew. <laughs> oh, really? How long have you two been together? Like two years? Three, three years. years. Two, three years. Yeah. Yeah. So in the last three years, yeah. you've gotten... And this is... Looks that, like a dozen. It, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Holy There's smokes. more. Um, I think I've always wanted to get tattoos, you know? I just never was brave enough right. to do it. And at one time, I thought that... I was like model or something, you know. And in my head, I was like, no, I don't want the, you know, they have to put paint on me to cover my well, what do you, tattoos. What, I, I like how you mock the fact you could model. You're good looking. No, people. and then I was like, that is the most ridiculous nonsense, Marie. Because I'm not going out and auditioning for anything. Yeah. I'm well, there's that. She thought I was going to come to her. You know? yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's. It's also a really good way to get a boyfriend or a girlfriend. By the way, is to just sit in your house and wait for someone to knock on the door. That's true. Uh, Looks yeah. like a charm. Well, I, I always have the same uh, same kind of like mini speech I talk about with tattoos is don't be pigeonholed by what you see on TV or like don't just go I want a tattoo I'll get a tribal piece or yeah. I'll get a, a Chinese symbol which right, I have right. but you know yeah yeah it's pretty it's really oh, you have a Chinese symbol? I do well when I was what eight, does it say what does it say it says uh the flower was that later it just says wisdom strength I don't know something oh it's it's, it's a wisdom or strength no, it means, kind of oh one? it means hard working it's actually what it means oh it's hard working my brother and I got it was my first tattoo at okay. a convention with my brother and we both got the same thing and then you know, it's one of those things. I was 18, so I'm like, kanji is cool when you're 18, and it's always cool. It's always cool, but I'm, right. I don't want to sound like a snob, right? But it's not very cool. Well, eventually, uh, you you get past the thing. Andy has two tattoos. He has uh, his dad has a pair of dice like nice. uh, on his forearm, and so Andy got three dice when he was 18 because oh. he wanted to be a dick. Want to one up his dad? <laughs> yeah, he wanted there one you go, his... old man. Yeah, here you go. Why didn't you get a 20 sided die? We always say to him. Like, that would have been. What do you play with three <laughs> die? Like. What do you play with that? Champions, uh, okay. three to thirty. <laughs> anyway, uh, but uh, and then he got. Um, I think he was like twenty one or or twenty two. Uh, he got a turtle on his foot oh. to, to remind him to slow down. That's so, a good one. Uh, <laughs> which was they're both very nice uh, tattoos as far as you know. And he wants to get new tattoos. Yeah. But I think that I am not the one. 
Like this, it's perfect that he is like, hey, I'm going to go get a tattoo because that will encourage you to go get a tattoo if you, because you never wanted one until you saw him do it. Well, but I, I, I've always wanted one, but I never um, thought about what I would like want to keep. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, do I want that? And it's Forever. Like, no. Right. And then I just thought like, well, I would hate whatever I had for like 10 years from now. And then I just thought like, I don't care anymore. I'm just going to get what I want. And Yeah. Yeah, and then just just go off on that. It's because I'm having Margaret Cho's on the next episode that I record, oh, yeah. and she's a tattoo nerd as well. She's on board with the tattooing. She just had her friend Bruce's uh, face tattooed on her belly. Nice. And I was wow. like, I like Bruce, too. Yeah. It's not happening. <laughs> Bruce Daniels, very funny guy. Very smart on a previous episode, yeah. friend of the show. Uh, very smart, funny man. I don't need a tattoo. I don't need a tattoo of anybody on my... Yeah. And I don't know what tattoo I would get. Like, I don't want to get... I met a guy... Was a, uh, I worked at this hippie t-shirt shop in Minneapolis, and he was... He decided he wanted to go mad. That was his thing. He was like, he read too much Hunter S. Thompson, and he decided, I'm going to take ecstasy or PCP or something, and I would like to know what it would be like to go insane, not realizing that once, uh, there's no undoing. You don't go back. Yeah. You, I don't even, I, okay. So, uh, and his buddy was the one I worked with, and I was like, so did you know him when he wasn't? Like, what he did was, yeah, he had a train, a choo-choo train, like a steam engine, tattooed around his neck, and he cut off his own ear for the stack. Yeah, yeah, there's no, that isn't actually okay. That, this is not the safest space for that. Uh, that's not what the dork forest is about to encourage any sort of removing. My mic didn't go out. I was just speechless for like, for like 10 seconds there. I've got a lot of tattoos and even I think, whoa. Right, there's no reason to like, you know what, uh. To Van Gogh it that far. Yes, yes, exactly. It's like, what I want is I want a tattoo on my phantom limb. You know, it's just like some sort of insanity. It's like, it doesn't make any sense um it's it's beautiful art though i mean as far as art goes that's the thing it's like there's different i think everyone has i have had a different artist right to me so it's really nice to get oh you've you've gone with a different artist for each piece or yeah like this is a different person this is this she did all this but each of my tattoos is by someone different and well and that's terrifying just because you think i hope that they're good Don't you think? Yeah. Well, I yeah. mean, you know, you can have it's their portfolios online, and you can, once you get into the community of tattoos, you can say, like, hey, hey, is this person good? And they go, oh, yeah, they're real good, because it's a very small community in the area. Okay. So it's okay. like, I, I can I can show someone this, and I'll go, hey, did so-and-so do that? Okay. Go, yeah, how did you know? Oh, I can tell her style. Oh, that's right. That's, yeah. I suppose the same with comic same books, with comic where you're books, just yeah. like, yeah, that's how you draw. Good yeah. art is good art, and I tell people, they go, what does it mean? They go, what does your uh, 21 or 24 tattoo mean? Uh, it doesn't mean anything. It means that I really enjoy that. It means program. I watched it, I like 24, I like the way it looked, and I wanted it. It's yeah. aesthetically pleasing to me. <laughs> Not everything is like, my father was actually 24, and he died <laughs> in the same way 24 did. You know? He loved butterflies. Yeah. <laughs> and what happened was, is... Uh, it's, so, not always, it's not always a deep philosophical meaning. It just looks nice it's aesthetically pleasing and right right uh, yeah there's some art like we have a, a piece of art that uh in our kitchen it's uh, just a salt shaker mm. and it's just a really cool looking shell i mean it was just a guy on the street painted a salt shaker that's yeah. all yeah. and uh, <laughs> i'm in favor of that yeah. <laughs> I like like, it. it doesn't yeah. mean anything and it can go in the kitchen because that's where yeah. we keep the salt <laughs> i think it's hard to get something that I couldn't get something that reminds me of someone that's passed, you know, because that would be a constant reminder that that yeah. person's dead, you know? Like, that's right, morbid. Yeah. Right, right. To get, like, the palm of your hand, it's like, oh, by the way, your mom's dead. Well, they get, like, uh, portraits the of their mom and stuff like that. Yeah. 
God, be depressed like It'd be a little heavy. Day. Yeah, little heavy. too much for me. It's a yeah. I I mean, I think that we're in a, a, a time of tattoos when when they don't mean as much. Mm-hmm. I mean that that it's more just art and it's more just. I love that image. I would like to see that more often. Yeah. So <laughs> what I'm going to go with? Yeah, exactly. My father is the one who turned me on to tattoos, actually, and he yeah. was. Uh, He's from Kansas City, as as my, and okay. he's uh, kind of like a long-haired hippie dude, but not a hippie because he went to the Marine Corps. So he's a weird mix, right? Um, but he made his own tattoo gun out of oh. like a guitar string and a sewing machine and a needle, <laughs> and he would he would do like his his him and his buddies would do tattoos on each on you know. Oh my! My oldest gun. brothers did that. Yeah, and they were they were fourteen, and they were just like my brother Scott has his own name. Yeah, because he oh, was fourteen. Because you'll forget, mm. right? And so his buddy wrote the word Scott <laughs> down his right arm. <laughs> and then in, he was like, I want a cross on the other side, you know? He's like, because he was an altar boy. And so it looked more like a plus. <laughs> and so recently, <laughs> like about in the last bad. 10 years or something, he got that fixed. Got and he touched got it, up. He got it made into like a real, you yeah. know, like at least a decent looking <laughs> cross. <laughs> if you're going to put a cross on your arm, for the love of God, please do it. And uh, and so he did, you know, his brother, you know, he would do his buddies and his buddies would do him. Yeah. So what does your dad have on it? Oh, my dad has all kinds. He has like he has lots of tattoos. Yeah, he, I mean, I think I have maybe more than him on my arms than he does. But he's got like a back piece that he's doing. And I saw a guy who had horses running across his back, <laughs> and when it was you... awesome. It looked really good, and he was in pretty good shape. He was probably you know mid forties, yeah. and he was a little like little soft. But he, I mean, he wasn't. He still was pretty buff, and. He would move his shoulders. He could make the horses. <laughs> it looked pretty great. So the girl who does our, my, my wrestling tattoos, she's um, half black and half white. Okay. And she said she, she had tattooed a guy who was like black, really black. And oh, super dark? Super dark. Right. And he had a back piece. And when he would get, he's outside, he worked outdoors. When he would get tan, that tattoo would disappear. Uh-huh. And so during the winter, when he didn't get as much sun, it would come back. It was like the disappearing, reappearing tattoo. Well, it's like one of those mugs that you buy. <laughs> exactly. It's, a, it's nice. It's a, it's a mug. You that, pick it up and it's something. And yeah. You turn it upside down, boobies. You know? <laughs> I had a pen once. Guy would drop his trousers. <laughs> And I bet videos. you were like the most popular girl that day, weren't you? It was pretty great. Granted, I was in my mid twenties. <laughs> I thought you were saying, this is like last week, but it was still this fun. Is last week still made me laugh. Showing it around the office. <laughs> Check this out, boss. I was like, that was ridiculous. But um, yeah, I like. I wonder, is there? Can you get it fl- like fluorescent tattoos and stuff? Like, do they have ink that glows? They do have Glow some, yeah. Ones. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, blacklight reactive. Blacklight. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. And what about um, does your uh, does your dad have like a marine tattoo? He does. He actually got my dad has know, a navy tattoo. This one he got in the marines. And then when I when I was when he said, "Oh, you want me to do? It? I want to do a tattoo on you, son." And I was like, uh, "Okay, I want this one." And okay. It's a little devil, you know. It's like a little hot shot kind of thing. And did he draw that? No, he, he picked it. He got it off the wall like. 30 years ago when he first got it. Okay. Off the flat, which is called Flash, which is the tattoos on the wall that you can get um, that are, are just pre-drawn. Oh, those are the pre-drawn ones yeah. that you that, that you could just pick. Yeah, you see on the wall, like it's an anchor or yeah. it says tiger, and you can say, I want that one. That's Flash that artists draw up and put on the wall. Okay. The biggest misconception about tattoo artists is that they're super tough, scary dudes. Yeah. They are the nicest people. They're artists. That's what yeah. you got to remember about tattoo artists, the same as comic book artists. Mm-hmm. They're so nice. They're right. so sensitive. You know, was it, do you like it? Are you happy with it? Are you okay with it? You know, they're right, right. constantly needing the reassurance. Well what, well, what are you going to do if you're not? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's sort of like a haircut, except for that your hair grows back. They can yeah. do, they can work on it. You'd Did be surprised they? what they can do. Uh, 
to it, to re to recover. They can re- they can touch it up. They can cover it up. I mean, this you can only do so much when there's already so much stuff on there. Right. But they can go over with a bigger piece. Right. And hide it and make it better. You've, I've seen some crazy good cover ups. Oh really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Do you got any suggestions for the name Scott? Uh, <sighs> I was like, what about a snake? Uh, <laughs> Scottsdale. I love Scottsdale. <laughs> Best city in the world, brother. Yeah. He lives in Omaha. Uh, he's from Chicago. And uh, so, you know, he could do, there could be like an NFL kind of thing. It could be like a Green Bay. He could do yeah. like a, we're Wisconsin people. Is it, if it's, just, it's just Scott? Yeah. Oh, you can get that covered up. What you do is you just do like, he'll do like a bigger, a black piece on yeah. top of it. So it'd be like a hat. And then okay. the hat can be belonging to like a naked lady or whatever. You oh, want. really? Whatever yeah. you want to put on it. Yeah. Okay. Stuff All right. Like Why? Just call him Scotty. 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 Could just be me up, Scotty. Be me up, Add more onto it. But it's and and they're all in blue. They're just in that one that oh. sort of needle blue that, oh, that even better. It's cause... called prison blue. <laughs> Is it? <laughs> well, that's that's awesome. Like, uh, you know the the prison tattoos. Yeah. You yeah. Get with the uh, with the ink. I don't even know what how like, ink they use. I think it's probably ballpoint pen ink. Ballpoint. Yeah. So it's blue. Yeah. That's yeah, and I think it is ballpoint. Yeah. Do you, you realize the last fifteen minutes all we did was talk about tattoos, which I'm psyched about. It's been an hour. That's a great visual uh, uh, discussion for. It is, a- it is you can been- only be here and see this. I'm if gonna take can- off my shirt now. Show you the rest. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys want to plug? What do you want to? Um, just the only thing is freakingawesomenetwork.com. And- right. You don't want to plug your day job, Maria? Anything? My day job sucks. No, I'm just no, it's a- It's called zoomodern.com or zoomod.com. We're a furniture manufacturer wholesaler. I say we. Excuse me. They're a furniture wholesaler. Uh, and we don't sell directly to the public. But if you Google <laughs> that's I like that you took me dead serious. You're like, well, what I do is I Hold actually on. I sell catheters. For all those and, uh, uh, Target executives out there, right. let me tell you about this great. <laughs> We're having a hell of a deal <laughs> on some found hotel furniture. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it looks like our stuff. Ladies and gentlemen, you've listened to another hour of the Dork Forest. I hope you've enjoyed yourselves. I've had a good time. And uh, get out there and read some comic books and, and get, get some yourself tattoos. Get, get some, some tattoos. tattoos. Yeah. yeah, it's your body. Do whatever you want. Knock yourselves out. Try not to sleep with a dog. My hat, my hat, my hat. They're dancing around my hat. <laughs> my hat, my hat, my hat. Well, what do you think of that? If it looks like a Mexican hat dance and it sounds like a Mexican hat dance, it's most likely a Mexican hat dance. So take off your hat and let's dance. Yay! Oh my god. Thank we you. why don't we just call that as the end of the show?